The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today we're going to talk about data quality. Joining us is George Corajedo, who is the Chief Technology Officer at Redpoint Global, which helps companies transform their customer experiences across the enterprise and drive higher revenue. Redpoint solutions provide a remarkable unified single point of control where all customer data is connected and every customer touchpoint is intelligently orchestrated. Yesterday, George and I talked about data quality awareness, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how you can achieve superior data quality. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with George Corajedo, the Chief Technology Officer at Redpoint Global. George, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Glad to be here. Thank you. Excited to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about data quality awareness, and I likened it to leftovers. You know, if you put your leftovers on the microscope, you realize what's actually growing on them. But most of the time, we just ignore it and assume they're okay. And that's kind of how we handle our data. We just assume everything's 100% accurate in real time, up to date. And in reality, that's probably not the case. So let's talk a little bit today about how you could solve that problem. How do you achieve superior data quality? It all starts with a great deal of discipline in how you capture the data and process it in. We actually make it really easy by providing a source to target map that allows people to do their homework and give us the way they want their data transformed. But the point is, we bring it all in. We do a whole cascade of processing that allows us to correct, reformat, restructure, harmonize the data, standardize the data before we even get into the algorithmic identity resolution where we bring all of the matching records together. And that's how we create our golden records or identity resolution. And then on top of that, we layer in hundreds or thousands of attributes, as many as the customer might want, that include everything from basic indicia information, demographic information, metrics, transformations, and uh, model scores, anything that needs to be there to make it easy for the marketer to do their job. So what I'm hearing from you is three keywords. I hope your marketing team is listening. Source, target, and map. Right, let's walk through those stage one at a time. When you say you have to figure out how to source your data, what does that mean? 
Well, it's consider all of the sources in the business and even outside of the business. We believe that there is no data. We don't want to at least attempt to integrate because the value in that data can be anywhere. And often the value of the data isn't realized until you link it together. So we try to recruit as much data as possible in the business. And then whatever that source is, whatever the mechanism for getting that data, whatever the format, structure, cadence, lack of structure, we eliminate any hurdle that prevents us from getting that data. We can do it in any mechanism with any frequency, any web service, batch, whatever. We'll accept any and all data and bring it all in. And then we unravel that data and figure out what all the pieces mean, harmonize the data, and then go through our process to get it into a clean, perfected state. Then we go through and do the identity resolution. And that's really the sourcing. Right. So when we come to sourcing the data, you're not only looking for internal data, what's happening on your website, in your back end, with your operations, right? Your Different companies have different sources of data internally. You're looking for external data. What marketing channels am I using and what is driving people to feed my internal data sources? But you also mentioned that there are other potential sources of data. And where my head goes is I can do competitive research using search data. And there are other tools that are essentially data analysis to help you understand what the demand is outside of the organization. That's what I think of when you're saying source. Now, the second term was target. And you started to talk a little bit about this where, great, you have to ingest all of those data and start to normalize it. Talk to me about what target means when you talk about not only sourcing the data, getting it all in the same place, then what do you do with it? Well, target is how you want the data to be presented to the marketer. So how do you want the data structured? Do you want individuals? Do you want households? Do you want extended families? How do you want those groupings and associations to work? Then what type of attributes or columns do you want in the database regarding things like demographics? What KPIs do you want? All of those transformations, all of those data products are the targets. And the way you connect the two is you say, here are my sources, and then here are all the things that I want. And then you've got to figure out how to, how to tie it all together so that you can deliver the data products on the other end. Those are the targets. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. 
Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. So you have to basically understand the, the so let's call it the business constraints, right? Here's the metrics that I care about. Here's what I want to look about. Here's how I'm going to cut my data and analyze it. So to me, target is sort of where the business intelligence, the operators come in and have to say, okay, this is what I'm thinking about with the data we've collected and how I plan on analyzing it. And there's a conversation between IT or whoever's sourcing your data and who's actually using it in the target phase. And the last thing you mentioned was mapping. Once you figured out, all right, here's the 10 metrics I care about. I've figured out the sources are coming from 35 different places. I've got this big table with millions of data points and basically 10 columns. What's the mapping process? Well, the mapping process is what the software does. It takes all of those source feeds, it runs them through all of the calculations necessary, all of the transformations necessary, all of the matching, the modeling to create things like extended families, whatever processing needs to happen along the way, that happens all in the software, and then it delivers those outcomes on the other end. So you start with all of those data feeds and sources, you think about, and we encourage marketers to think, wave the magic wand, what is everything you could possibly want? And that becomes your target. And then what we do is we figure out how to get from one to the other. So it seems like a relatively simple process, but in reality, actually building superior data quality isn't as easy as it might appear. Some people go to Redpoint Global to help manage this process. Some people just rely on CDPs and maybe that's not as clean of data. You know, what are some of the ways that for earlier stage companies who maybe don't have the high volume of data, but still want it to be clean or companies that are just not ready to invest in a third party service? What are some of the ways that they can make sure that their data quality is as clean as possible? Well, there are a lot of marketing agencies, not the big agencies, but there's a lot of local marketing agencies that do a very, very good job of cleaning data up and creating these databases that enable marketers to do very targeted and very effective marketing. I used to work for one. That's one of the places early on when I was not a math professor, I was off working with this marketing company building predictive models. There's just an enormous number of these agencies out there and they do a great job and they use the tools like the ones that we provide. And there's others, of course, but they use these tools and they have some very savvy people that know how to bring the data together for them. All right. So you can get a local vendor to help you build a database and clean your data. At what point do you look past finding a local resource to go to a more enterprise type solution like Redpoint Global? It depends on the ambition of the marketer. We always believe that ambitious marketers, marketers that work for a brand, a precious brand, a brand that they really want to drive, that's when you outgrow those agencies and start to look for tools like Redpoint that enable the creativity and the 
extension and exploration that ambitious marketers want to perform, right? So it's a matter of just how comfortable are you in that suit of clothes? And when you get to the point where you're not having your needs met, then you move on to a platform like Redpoint. I'm going to press you a little bit on this one. I understand that your ambition for wanting clean data is a factor, but at some point you have to be thinking about volume of data, the precision that you need to make the right business decisions. I want to take another run at this. What point of scale is a business where they need to start thinking of moving beyond the local agency? Is it amount of data? Is it number of sources? Is it reoccurring problems that they're having? Like, What's the signal that it's time to upgrade your data quality? Certainly, there's pragmatic questions like number of sources. I think when you're working with agencies, you're going to have a limited number, maybe half a dozen sources maximum. But I do want to go back to this ambition question because we work with companies that have fewer than a million customers. Well, in this case, it's a public television station and they have fewer than a million customers or donors. And yet they are so precious about the brand that it's worth it to them to go to these extra levels. Now, certainly when you get to a multinational retailer, absolutely, they're not going to fit into a local marketing agency. But that ambition actually drives a lot of creativity and a lot of very intense requirements in marketing. So, George, tell me once you achieve the outcome of superior data quality, once you get it right, what's the actual impact on the business? What can you expect to learn or gain or why should people be thinking about cleaning up their data? Well, what the uses of the data is what really matters and what value you try to create. The fact is data is an expense. It takes time, effort, resources to create perfect data. The value comes when you apply it to a business problem. And the real key to making all of this a magical source of value is being able to deliver that value at the cadence of the customer. And that is where scale and performance really come in and become very, very significant factors of whether or not you're going to get that value, because you have to be able to respond in the cadence of the expectations of the consumer. And sometimes that's tens of milliseconds at very high transactional volumes, and not everybody can do that. To me, it's about speed and precision, right? Understanding how quickly you can make decisions, how much accuracy you're going to have in those decisions. And that's why understanding that the data that you're relying on is actually accurate matters. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with George Corajedo, the Chief Technology Officer at Redpoint Global. In the third part of this conversation, which we'll publish tomorrow, George and I are going to talk about closing the CX gap using data. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about George, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is RedPointCTO, that's R-E-D-P-O-I-N-T-C-T-O, or you can visit his company's website, which is RedPointGlobal.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. 
If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.